0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to Dad's Gaming Corner, a podcast of conversations between dads and their kids about games, movies, and everything in between. I get a gold star because I just read that perfectly without pausing, without messing up, without adding words for the first time in at least uh, two, three, four, five, six, twelve weeks. I'm not sure. Nice. So gold star for me.
1: Episode 59.
0: Give me a gold star. Going solid. Can I have that instead? This I mean, makes me feel really good about myself.
1: You have the the board, so I you, do have
0: you the. You can board. have any sound effect you I want. I gave myself a gold star. Good for you. This is Dad's Gaming Corner, episode fifty-nine. We're going to be doing Greatest Indie Hits, Volume Two. I am Michael Massey, your host, and with me, as always, is my eldest son, Jaden. Jaden, that's me. How are you, sir? Doing all right. All right. And also on today's show, returning guests, I have my next son, Caleb. Hello. And then Micah. Hello. There it is. Nice. See, Micah's very expressive. Lots of really cool face, facial features, or facial expressions. expressions. Yeah, expressions. <laughs> facial features. And so when I said, and Micah, he just leaned back and did a really cool, like, I've got all this stuff. <laughs> but there wasn't a actually, like, hey, we can't hear you, dude. Right. So anyway, this is episode 59, and we're doing another Greatest Indie Hits, like we said Ooh. earlier, I'm excited for this. We do like our indie games. We're also doing another live show. And so... Um, oh. We're having fun with this. Uh we will say we are moving from Discord, Discord quality is is just awful. Yeah. It's it's worse than a rotary line on a party line back in the, you know, 60s, 70s and 80s. I'll just say it that way. 1800s. You know I wouldn't know. So, you know, when I grew up, when I grew up, we didn't have we grew up um, out in the country. So, even though I was born in 82, um the mid '80s, right there. Like I remember, we had a rotary phone. That's the one where, you know, you have you know one all the way go, counting all like you know, one through zero, but it's one, two, three in a circle, and you would have to, you know, prep, you know circle the one. And the further you get down to nine, you've got to circle the thing way past. And so like the more nines in your number, the harder it is dialing the operator mm-hmm. with a zero. You're going all the way around. Those kinds of things. That's, that's called a rotary phone. It's what I grew up with. Not sounds a like, not a touchtone.
1: It sounds like a like a locker. Like when you're unlocking a locker, kind of cool. like a locker.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to you had to unlock the number back then. No smartphones either, so you memorized all your friends' phone numbers, which was you know that's, that's exhausting. Well, that's how we did it, and we had a party line, which meant um, if somebody called the 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 let's say like our house phone, it would ring three different homes. So, like the neighbors so across the street, their phones would ring. Like group texting. The other, <laughs> something like that. Kind of. <laughs> the other neighbor across the street, their phone would ring. And so mm-hmm. we would answer and be like, oh, they're on the phone. Would, and then we'd hang up. We had a neighbor, I, I remember uh, very clearly a neighbor coming across the yard to, to our house and saying, hey, your phone's off the hook. Because <laughs> he was hearing everything going on in the house. It off was it was great. Oh, because it, it was great. It goes on the thing.
1: Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 He said the off hook, the hook. I was like, yeah because what, like, you'd hang up the receiver
0: the part you're listening and talking to you would hang it right. on on the cradle. Hang it up. It would hang it up. Yes. That's why then, it's
1: called hang up. Yes. Like when you hang up the you phone. You would hang it up.
0: Yes. Oh. Well and then the, like the old you've seen like the old westerns like the old style and they have the phones or the like the like the, like the rectangle blocks on the wall and they're talking into this mouthpiece and then the mm-hmm. earpiece are holding mm-hmm. like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's also you would hang it up. We actually mm-hmm. had one of those that was functioning because you know my mom like yeah. Or likes everything that's old, antique, and, right. and all that. So down that wonderful Anyways, train of memory lane, uh, Discord sounds like, like that. Oh, Discord. Right. <laughs> uh, for the voice chat. So I'm actually looking at some really good alternatives. We're gonna, probably going to implement them next week. been looking and playing with a few and whatnot. So start that next week. Be excited to do that. Okay. To get the openers out of the way, be sure to follow us on Twitter at DadsGC as well as Facebook.com as well as Discord for everything that we're chatting about. We're, we're adding members there and talking about game stuff and game releases, and we're going to be scheduling Monster Hunter Rise uh, like listener plays together. That'll be all kinds of fun stuff. And as always, you know, just drop us a line. Send us an email. I love emails from our listeners because it's more than just a simple one or two line text that you a lot of times will get like on discord and you get more of a story and so we received one that i really wanted to read just because it was it was just a very encouraging email this is from uh scott from steven's point and he says hey dad i just wanted to drop you a note to say that i've been loving the show i'm a dad of two he has a three-year-old son and a six-month-old daughter that is Six month old, have baby fever. I've had my youngest is six years oh, old, so and I've baby had baby fever, fever for like a while now. two or three years. Yeah, uh, six month old daughter who finally was able to convince my wife to let me buy a switch. Congratulations! <laughs> I found your show while looking for accessory and game recommendations. I ended up getting the Satisfy Grip, which I absolutely love. Nice, great recommendation and great grip. Um, I love that grip. I think you have one too. I'm not sure. Yeah, I do. But it's like long periods of play or, or games that are intense, um, like where you're using the, the different games require different grip holds. And Diablo mm-hmm. 3 is one of those games that my hand cramps up on. And so the grip is perfect yeah. for those kind of games. Uh, and uh, he remind, and he's, makes a note that they're currently running a really good sale on their websites, which is true. So if you're interested for a satisfied grip, just, just do a Google search for satisfied because the spelling is a little bit different and you can buy yourself a grip at a good um, good price. He goes on to say, I really appreciate your attitude about allowing kids to play video games and using it as a family activity and a way to bond and build relationships with your children. It's refreshing since I was also raised in a household where video games weren't allowed and was constantly told how they would rot my brain. Every time <laughs> I hear <laughs> Why is that funny, Jay? It's just funny. Just funny. Right. Every right. time I hear you talking with your boys about playing games together, it makes me more and more excited for the day when my kids are old enough to join me. Keep doing what you're doing. I love the podcast and look forward to hearing more from you guys. Thanks, Scott. Scott, thank you so much for writing in. We really appreciate that. It means a lot to us. It's encouraging, and I would say to you, you have a three year old man. You can you can. I was going to say you can play now. If you're not gaming with them now, you need to start right now. And we're actually going to be talking about some indie games that um, I think would be, depending on where you're at, uh, it it might be age-appropriate. not quite sure on one of these, but on some other ones, definitely age-appropriate. And if nothing else, I would say start them on the, uh, you know, bare minimum, the console classics, like the NES and the SNES games. Speaking of which, we went to uh, an arcade. Did we talk about that last week, I think? Or two weeks ago? How we all went to an arcade? No... I don't remember. I have We're to go gonna, back and and, and listen. Because when did we go to the arcade?
1: Well, I thought it was after.
0: The, we, got, the, we, got, we went to the arcade last week, right? Yeah.
1: I thought it was after the last show we did.
0: Okay, it was. So we just, we won't go deep into it, but we actually went to an arcade. Um, those are hard to find. It was a new establishment. It was an arcade. It was actually kind of cool because it's in this old hotel building uh, in a town near us but the arcade was actually in the basement so it was dark um but it was it was colder down there and everything so it yeah. just it felt like an it arcade was cool, it was great cool and they had probably i don't know 15 machines 15 well i mean just actual arcade like you know joystick buttons what were you thinking how many more than that 20 between 15 and 20 but then they had two different air air hockey tables and um, Some of they the pinball machines, ski ball machines, they had the basketball, the basketball arcades. arcades, whatnot, and it was you know it was fun. They, they had different things with different people. You know, obviously for me, I really jumped after it because that's my generation, and you know, y'all kind of walked y'all had fun, but y'all walked around trying to figure out what it was that y'all were wanting to play. Well, I, they
1: had a TV in there showing uh, Captain America, the First Avenger. And then Captain Marvel after that. So I was chilling.
0: Well, you played a lot of basketball. I did play basketball. I did force all three of you to play the Simpsons arcade game with me, which is, to me, still my favorite beat-em-ups of all time. I want that game on Switch. Um, Jaden didn't make any comments, but you could tell he was bored at least five minutes into it. Caleb, you know, or Micah probably. after Micah about, left. After, <laughs> after. Well, after about five minutes, he was like, Daddy, can I be done now? <laughs> and I'm like, all four of us are going to beat this game. So after about I don't know ten minutes in, I said, "Okay, you can go ahead and leave." And at that point, I was just I needed to kill his character off, so I just moved his character so mm-hmm. you know, they could finally die. And then, but I forced Caleb and Jane to finish it with me. And, mm-hmm. and what is y'all's rating of the Simpsons arcade game? Just out of curiosity.
1: I mean, I don't know. It was fine. <laughs>
0: it was it's, well,
1: and that's the thing. Thinking about how like because when you know when we went just last week, you know it was all free, you know. Right, so you didn't have to pay, and you were telling me how you had to like pay more money every time you died, a, qu- a or whatever. quarter every time you died.
0: Yeah, I would hate that. Now you could you could earn one ups by points, you know, but that's you playing well and killing and everything right. else. So and but, it was yeah. so
1: hard to play well because half the time I didn't feel like the joystick was even doing what I told it to. Well, do. Well, the joystick.
0: I mean, it's an older art. This was an older arcade. This specific cabinet was older, and so you you did have to like kind of jerk the arcade yeah. to move. Um, the, button, the buttons worked great, though, and you had, you know, I, I was telling you, you have, like, three or four different primary attacks. You had, like, the normal right. attack, jump attack, and then jump and attack at the same time they do another attack, and then you could combo with other players. I mean,
1: if... <laughs> if
0: I feel like you're trying to be generous. Just be raw, honestly, here.
1: If it's... Okay, well, then, based on the experience I had, I'd probably... I mean, I wouldn't give it anything more than, like, a five.
0: Or whatever. I was gonna think you were gonna say like a three or a four. Yeah,
1: but <laughs> if it was like brought to switch, the graphics you know were made better.
0: Like they made it HD the or something. The play
1: was smoother. Then you know it probably be better. But
0: the, the, the arcade cabinet we did play on the, uh, yeah, not the screen was messed up, but the actual you know those boards are so old that they get dirty and they have messed up. So everywhere your character moves, you could see like you know like Marge Simpson or Bart you know on the screen. But then you had vertical lines also crossing the entire character. So yeah. it was hard to see them the whole time. And it was what it was. I mean, it was great nostalgia for me going back to memory lane. Um, I think I've beaten that game once ever because of the how many quarters it took. And the way this place worked was you go in there, you pay one flat fee per person, and then you can come and go throughout the day, which is actually really cool. And you can play as 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 many games as you want. And when you get to an arcade like that, you could just keep hitting like the coin button which basically just kept giving you extra lives so i think i gave we all had somewhere between 50 to 90 lives each
1: i almost died though i
0: almost lost all my lives. <laughs> so it was that was fun it was fun it was I fun
2: i would give it like a
0: three a three y'all are hurting me inside this is like one of my favorite arcades well i didn't that even... one teenage mutant ninja turtles um x-men i mean they're just some really good I arcades.
1: I didn't even know why we went to the arcade. Like we all have better games on our Switch. Yes. So I was like, why are we going to some old place where we're playing these pixelated games?
0: Well, to to add, to add to what y'all are saying, I thought one thing that was very interesting was that um about halfway through our time of being there, they had this one arcade that was, uh, I think it had four different SNES games. Like, it had Super Mario World and, like, three other, Tetris and, like, two other games. And Mike is over there having fun playing Super Mario World, you know, that came out in the SNES. And the controllers were, basically, they had two SNES controllers, but they were blown up over size. I mean, they were huge. Yeah. I mean, they were bigger than my hand. I they mean, were quite they, large. They were large, like a water bottle, like, in length. It was a big, big controller. And he's having a blast, and I'm thinking, why isn't he playing this at home? I mean, it's it's jump. Mm-hmm. You can just. I mean, Mario was originally called Jumpman. I mean, a little <laughs> gaming history right there. I mean, literally, that's all you're doing. So anyway, uh, Scott, there's some great games out there you can play right now with your son. And, and even and, if
1: not, bust some Mario Kart out. And since he's only three, or uh, he's I mean, three. Since he's only three, you'll beat him every time. So. <laughs> I mean if you don't then I'm sorry, but you should beat him
0: every you time. Should be, you should be should beating him every time. You know, Mario Kart, you know, we need to make a list of games and we can do this very soon. A list of games that we can play with our listeners, and then we just need to plan Ooh, like Mario three, Kart would be. We need fun. to plan like three days in a row and say, This day we're doing Ma- Mario Kart, this day Monster Hunter Rise, this day, you know, Splatoon Whatever, or something. Yeah. Something. You know, just do a you know a listener weekend and right. just play games. That would actually be a lot of fun. Okay. Um Took a little bit more time on that than we – than we. Jaden, how much time do we have on there? I didn't start the timer.
1: 13 minutes and 49 wow, seconds. Wow, already at
0: 13-minute mark. <laughs> um, I want to remind everybody that we are doing our, our Dad's Gaming Corner giveaway. Real simply, just follow us on Twitter. Uh, tw- on Twitter. <laughs> follow us on Twitter. You'll see a, t- a tweet pinned at the top talking about the giveaway. I just need you to like that tweet and retweet it. The more retweets we get on that one tweet, and that's a tongue twister in itself, tweet, tweet, tweet. Then the more uh, retweets, the more winners we get, we have. Uh, we're giving away up to four different games, which include Mario Plus Rabbids, Kingdom Battle, Hollow Knight, Minecraft Dungeons, and Civilization 6 We've had people on Twitter already commenting on different games that they would like to have, so... Hey, get out like there and, and retweet. retweet. The more retweets we get, the um the more more winners. And I've looked at some people who've retweeted and some of these guys, man, they're legit. They've got a bunch of followers. And if that's you, then man, go out there, retweet this again and you know, double tell, tell, retweet. Tell your tell your your followers, "Hey guys, we need to really amp this up." So we'll get that going. So um, before we jump into some game reviews we've got going on here, um, I do want to talk a little bit about what we've been up to this week. One other reminder before I forget: be sure to vote in our Looney Tunes poll. <laughs> Jaden, I hate to tell you this, you are still losing. I don't understand. We're on round though. three, I believe. We're doing four rounds of this. We're doing. Uh, we're on round three, and it's their accent is winning.
1: I don't understand how it's the... If it was an accent, they're all in the same place, right? Mm-hmm. So why would they all have different accents? Okay, so
0: let's just take a quick poll right here in this room. So Micah, Caleb, I'm going to ask you... your Oh. You, what you all think? Hold on, don't say anything. So Micah, let me ask, we're going to start with you, okay? Help. Oh. So you know Bugs Bunny? Go ahead, manipulate hey, his little mind. I'm just going to ask him a question. Mm-hmm. So Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck? Do you remember we watched Space Jam, the basketball mm-hmm. movie, and it had the cartoon characters in it? Yes. Okay, hey, remember how it had, like, all the the animated, you know, the, all the cartoon characters? Yes. You remember how they all talked kind of funny? No. You don't <laughs> remember that? No. no. Did they sound normal to you? Like, they, you could understand what they were saying?
2: I can't remember any words. I don't know, I don't know what they sound like.
0: Okay, well, you can't vote on this poll. Nice. Caleb, do you, do you think uh, that... They spoke like like how they spoke was just an accent, or did they have like you know like sister has a hard time saying yeah, words. That's
1: a
2: speech impediment.
0: Yes. Did, do you think they have a speech impediment, or do you think yes. it's just their accent?
2: The accent is ridiculous. Like they go, guys. <laughs> okay,
0: I don't know what you just said. Sure. That's what they say. I, but you can understand them.
1: Yeah, but it's you can understand accent. sister.
0: Okay, well, so far, you know, the, the no, it's just their accent is winning on the polls by a huge margin. Mm-hmm. So, if you disagree with what I'm saying, you need to get on Twitter and you need to vote on this poll. We're on round three right now. We're doing four rounds. Can we vote? So, uh, w- well, none of us are voting until the final, the end of round four. I'm adding up all of the results, and then we'll cast our own votes. Okay. okay. So, anyway. But, um, I don't know, older people, like my, my generation, they're you know, me and my parents' age— we all say it's their accent. I'm sure For you the, do. For most of them do. Most of them do. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just Madre generational. Said, Madre said it wasn't an accent. That's true. Mommy did say that she thinks uh, it's a speech impediment. Thank you. Very interesting. Okay, let's talk about a little bit what we've been up to this week. Jaden, you and I, we went and saw Black Widow yes. last week on Thursday, the night before it released. <laughs> Oh man, so much fun! We're not
1: going to talk about it a ton right now, given that it just came out. A few and days we don't ago. have time.
0: But what 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 would you say to people going into it without go, doing any spoilers? I
1: mean, go watch it first of all. I'm sure you know everyone's going to watch it. It's Black Widow. Um, it was amazing. It was so good. I didn't expect anything less. It's Marvel. Like
2: I can't watch it.
1: We've come to just you, you probably actually you probably can watch Black have yeah. this expectation. Um. Go watch it; you won't regret it. Um, I thought it was really, really, really good. So
0: I went into the movie with very low expectations because I didn't know how Black Widow would be. Well, here's the deal: I mean, I I know, and I've said this on the show before. Black Widow makes her debut debut (laughs) debut in Iron Man Two, and I like Scarlett Johansson; I like her in other films, but that was her first Marvel film, and I could not get past how rigid and how stiff. R- stiff she was throughout that whole film, um, just her personality didn't click as Black Widow. Well,
1: she wasn't even, well, to be fair, in Iron Man 2, she wasn't Black Widow. She, or she, I mean, she was, but she, she wasn't was. acting like Black Widow. She was posing right. as his assistant And I guess, that, or I guess she
0: wasn't even an Avenger at that Daddy. point. Mm-mm. But later on, hold on one second, buddy. But then later on, her character gets better and better. And so I did enjoy her much a lot more. were you going to say, bud? I'm first seat. Can I get a drink? <laughs> Doing a live show with a six-year-old. Uh, here, you can have a drink of my water.
1: I had no doubt that she would carry this film. She has come. Uh, she, uh, we were. They showed a little behind-the-scenes clip from the movie before in, in the theater before the movie actually started, and she was talking about how she had been with you know Marvel for ten years plus now or something like that. And you know, I, I had no doubt. All right, I had faith. That she would carry this movie greatly. Right. And she did, and it was great.
0: Yeah, I yeah. just went into the low expectations. She's oh to me been a minor character of the Avengers, just like, you know, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not nearly as much as Hawkeye though.
0: We are going to fight Thanos. Great. I'll bring a bow and arrow. <laughs> I mean, who thought <laughs> I'm just saying. Stan Lee thought. It. What do you what? We're fighting Thanos. Yeah. Go find Robin oh. Hood. Yeah, right? <laughs> Well, he was centuries ago. Find the next best thing. Uh, here's a modern guy. You know, <laughs> Robin Hood wannabe. No, okay. I think Hawkeye's cool in the movies. I yeah. just... Okay, we're just going to leave. We're they not, talk we're about gonna his role
1: that. in Age of Ultron when he's with his girlfriend or whatever, and she's all like, you know, she's talking about how they're all like gods compared to him. His wife? Or his wife, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and, True. Remember, that's remember, in do block, you remember the that's scene some, I'm talking that's about? That's in Black Widow. What? Wait. No, no, age of Ultron because they all go to Oh their yeah, house. Yeah.
0: She says he's like he yeah, he needs to come like I don't even think they need me or whatever yeah. else. She's like, they do need you. Right. Probably now more than ever. Because he's like the Grounded. only real person there. Right. So Other so so Black Black. okay. So him and Black Widow. Yeah. Which what's her name in the show? Natalia. Not Natalia. Um, um Natasha. Uh-huh. Natasha. There we go. Natasha. Natasha Roman. All right. So uh Great movie. Go my, watch it. My, my thing on the movie was went into it with low expectations, was blown away. I thought this isn't a spoiler. For some reason, I went into it, as did most people that I know, thinking it was a prequel. But this movie takes place right after the events of Civil War. Mm-hmm. So it's actually a really cool movie and really liked it. Really, She good. totally stood on, on her own and just a lot of good things to say about it. We'll talk more about it in depth here in a few weeks after people get a chance to watch it. But yeah. really like it. Go check it out. Monster Hunter Stories 2 uh, launched last Friday, which I'm really enjoying on my Switch. And if this is one of those games where you're into Monster Hunter, but the idea of it uh, slowing down to more of a turn-based RPG doesn't appeal to you, there's a demo for the game on the eShop. So go download the demo. Right now it's exclusive on the Switch and PC. I'm sure it's going to go to other consoles eventually. But if you have a Switch, go download it on your Switch. It's free. And and whatever you play, if you decide to buy it, your saved file will move over to the full game. But I'm really enjoying both the music, the art style, the story, everything about it. Loving the Amiibos. We're going to talk about the Amiibos next week. Um, I did really bad pre-ordering Amiibos lately. but, (laughs) But I've caught it back up. I was able to find two out of 3 of the amiibos from monster hunter stories 2 i've got several different gamestop people looking for the third one for me and um but they look great really liking them oh yeah they look nice really liking them this weekend this you know this coming up friday here in 2 days uh the legend okay. of zelda skyward sword is being released for the switch oh. super stoked for that as is the new amiibo with uh, with zelda and um oh, what was the bird's name was it was it loftwing or i can't remember I think it's a loft
1: wing. That sounds familiar. something along those lines.
0: <laughs> anyway, I've got that coming on pre-order from Target of all places, so that's going to be delivered. And which this blows my mind and I and I I can't go into any details cuz I don't want anybody to get in trouble, but somebody at a electronics store <laughs> called me um, and told me, "Hey, opened up my box for things for Friday. We weren't supposed to get any Joy-Cons in?" And I have one pair, so I will be there before they open to pick up the set of Joy Cons, and I will have scored <laughs> the Skyward Sword Joy Cons, which I am super stoked nice. about. Super happy. Um, okay, moving on from that. The other thing that we've been playing recently, well, not we, but more Jaden, you, and Caleb, which I want to hear yep. y'all's feedback on, is that uh, Best Buy did Link's Awakening on sale for forty dollars a week or two ago, and so I had already own it digitally. I've already beaten it. I played that game so many times on my Game Boy. Uh, Bought it again when they did the DX version for Game Boy Color. Excuse me. Really liked it. So y'all are playing it now on Switch. Yep. Technically, this is your first 2D Switch. And yes, I understand that on on Switch it's more of like a 3D. Yeah, I'm sorry, 2D Zelda. I understand that that Leak's Awakening has is very 3D-ish, but it's still a top-down view that has a It's less has 3D a, than Breath of the Wild. Well, it's a 2D it's a two Zelda with right, a 3D right. angle, and yeah. that's exclusive to the Switch. So tell me what y'all are thinking so far. Caleb, you just finished beating your second dungeon. Jaden, did you, I just beat it last night. You just beat the second dungeon as well. So uh, why don't y'all just kind of talk back and forth and tell me your feedback on this game so far, what you think about it, including... Your questions about Mario and all that.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Okay. Um, first, I'm gonna say that I give it a seven.
0: Okay, you can't rate a game until you do <laughs> get a, a minimum fifty percent through it. So you can't rate it right now. I want to. You can't. Now you can say I'm playing this game because my dad's making me. You can say that. Okay, I'll say that. I'm making both of you play this game. I totally realize that. I like this game. So tell me, start, give me some feedback. Jay, why don't you start first? Okay. And then you um, can just crisscross. I mean,
1: I think it's lots of fun. I was expecting it to be fun. I like Zelda. Zelda's cool. Um uh, the Whoa. That's a huge
0: mic check. Wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um it's 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 you know, it's obviously a different experience than uh, you know, Breath of the Wild or Skyward Sword. Um, but it it's a lot of fun. And I like how like chill it is and simple cuz there's stuff you have to figure out but it's not like you know it it it's it i don't know it it maintains a chill vibe mhm um that's, i mean the,
0: the the soundtrack helps with that as well Yeah, the and then that chibi art style do do yeah, that you Yeah yeah yeah.
1: um but um i don't know i think it's 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 fun it's chill it's like I said, it's simple, but you think still, about, you know, you are trying to figure everything out. The dungeons. I was
0: gonna say, what do y'all, what do you two think about the dungeons? Because, I mean, Skyward Sword was your first Zelda, Jay, but that, but you were really young when you and I played that together, mm-hmm. um, and that one had dungeons. Breath of the Wild was the first Zelda to go away from dungeons. Yeah. You can't say yeah because you don't know. I mean, you don't, you don't know. Hush, hush, Um, shrines instead. Breath of the Wild is one of the best games of all time. What do you, what are y'all thinking about the dungeons? Talk to me about the dungeons.
1: I like the dungeons. It's uh, now
0: anyone
1: who I've talked about or I've talked to about Breath of the Wild knows that the shrines drove me insane. And part of the that amount be, of the shrines or no, the or, or literally any shrine, yeah,
0: unless it was so one
1: where you just kind of walk in and there's a chest there. So you don't like the, the whole
0: puzzle elements. The yeah, yeah.
1: I've talked about it a lot of times on the show. I'm not a big fan of puzzle games and uh, Zelda itself is not a puzzle game, but most of the shrines you went into, it was a puzzle, which I don't mind when it gets annoying for me is when it's like, and it like, like you actually, it's hard. And it takes me more than fifteen minutes to do one shrine. It's like, all right, come on.
2: Like I I like all the shrines. The only shrines that I don't like are the, the are the motion control ones.
0: Oh, those I, are I will say the motion control control shrines are those are near hard. Near impossible. Especially in handheld mode because you're literally flipping the switch yeah. upside down. So which means see. you're holding it upside your head, and you're looking like this. Mm-hmm. With a pro controller it's yeah. much easier. But Away from Breath of the Wild, right. going back <laughs> to Link's Awakening on the Switch, uh, what are y'all enjoying about it, Caleb? What about you? What are some things that you're enjoying about the game?
2: Um,
0: <clears throat> why don't why don't you like it? Well, he gave. I mean, right now he's giving it a seven, so he's he is enjoying it. It's just not like amazing to him yet. But he's still early. Are in the you game.
1: enjoying it? It doesn't look like you're enjoying it when you're playing it.
0: There are times, there are times. Caleb's kind of all or nothing. Like, he doesn't like a game at all until he gets so far into it. And then he really likes it. And then he's all about it, favorite game ever. That's kind of how you've been with all your games. Right. Breath of the Wild, Fortnite, Pokemon Go, well, Minecraft. I liked Breath of
2: the Wild right when I started it.
0: <laughs> true, true, true. So what else about Link's Awakening? Just, just um, a couple more things that, like, what, what makes it stand apart right. and saying you know, this is actually a cool play style.
1: I, I like the dungeons and how, you know, there's eight dungeons and that's like your, your objective of the game, a you clear know, objective in the game. Right. And you're collecting the instruments from each dungeon, which can I say the second instrument, they say uh, it's a something Crunch horn. It's a French horn. Thank you very much. Uh, It sounded just like one. And even the shape looked a lot like one. It was really funny that
0: when Caleb uh, beat the second dungeon last night, Jaden's in the kitchen in the other room. And with the TV turned up, and you know, in in this game, right when you beat the dungeon, you get the instrument, you you know, Link plays it right then. Mm -hmm. Jaden comes running in and, like, just French his horn? eyes real big. Like, what's he hearing? French I play French horn, horn, horn in yeah. school. So, Very Micah, wh- what are you thinking about this game? You haven't played it yet, but you've been watching them play it. And then you asked me yeah. this morning when you can start playing it because it looked pretty cool to you.
2: Well, I've been wanting to play it because I've been wanting to, like, see if I can use the abilities without even getting them because I <laughs> want buttons what? to press
0: the oh. to use
1: Oh. We that's, can
0: we can help you with the button press. That's
1: another thing. Um, it's really, really uh, satisfying when you unlock a new ability. Isn't because, it? You know, you can't jump it first. Right. And so then you unlock jump,
0: and it's like, yes! You can't lift yeah. things yeah. at Finally. first. It's not like Breath live. of the Wild where you walk, you know, open right. world, and you just do everything. Right. Very, very limited.
1: It, it makes you appreciate it once you get it, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: Breath of the Wild, you're like, what? Like, like... Five six and then this guy's over here like three feet,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. two feet tall. All right, all right last question: w- What do y'all think so far about this weird Mario tie-in?
1: Oh yeah, it's weird. I don't know. It's comments, think so far. questions. They haven't even addressed it in the game at all. So I'm, I don't know like, what. There's, there's, uh, there's Goombas. There's Goombas. There's Chain Chomps. There's, there's uh, Piranha Plants. Yeah. You go into in the dungeons. You go into these little like a like a tunnel, secret yeah. passage, tunnel or secret passage rooms, or something like like in Clue. Yeah, yeah, and it's a. a a, uh, side-scrolling. It's a side-scrolling thing, and it's playing Mario music, and it's like, it's so what weird. is?
0: Well, no, it's Zelda music, but it has a Mario vibe.
1: It sounds just like Mario. They it, <laughs> Zelda, They knew what they were doing. I don't know what to think so far. It's, it's. Oh,
0: I love it because I I beat this game so many times when I was a kid. I There's mean, even
2: a Yoshi doll.
0: Oh yeah, the Yoshi doll. Yeah, I was t- I was ten or eleven when this game came out, and I mean I bought it immediately, played it, beat it so many times. This is one of my favorite. 2D, Zelda. What did it
1: come out on originally?
0: Game Boy. Okay. See, I don't know. On Game Boy, was
1: it... Because playing this game on Switch, I noticed when you're running with Link, he goes... He, he can turn <laughs> at a 45 degree angle, like 45 degrees at a time.
0: Yeah. I I don't remember if he could do the full 45 or if it was only... 90? Um, yeah. No, no, he can do the 45, I'm pretty sure. It's just interesting. I'm pretty sure. I noticed, I think
1: it was the first time I was playing. I sat down at the start of the game. Uh, the guys, when you first, you know, load the game, and you're at the Mabe Village or whatever it's called, and you go down to the beach, and there's those crab guys or whatever. Oh, yeah. And they're walking around. They can only walk <laughs> at 90 degrees. Yeah. And they can only turn 90 degrees at a time. So if you come at them from a 45-degree angle...
2: They can't get you. They can't
1: get you. And so it's it's just funny playing a game because you know in more modern games you know you you can go in a full circle right, right. you know
0: so it's just a, diff- so it's are, just a are different you, experience are you enjoying it enough so that it makes yeah. you like like you want to play it through the end yeah
1: no i think it's a lot of fun
0: okay and caleb i'm gonna like i know you are enjoying it at times and other times i know it's very frustrating because it's a it's a, definitely has an older style of playing um very small hit boxes you gotta get close to the enemies. Mm. Uh, But you're getting better at it. You're definitely getting better at it. Like when you beat the second dungeon versus the first dungeon. So you go, man. You got this. Okay. Uh, Let's move on from here because we took way more time than we originally planned for that. We have three reviews we want to bring you guys. And then we're going to talk about some indie games. Actually, every game we're talking about right now, both uh, starting with these three reviews and then for the main topic, they're all going to be indie games. we have seven indie games for bringing y'all. And we're going to do this. Uh, rather quickly so the first game review we're going to talk about is doki doki literature club plus we did receive a review code uh for this game so thank you very much for that now i'm going to get a couple things um well let me go and just go through the basics here first it's uh $14.99 on Switch. You can pick it up um, generally cheaper on other consoles. Um, you can find it on Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One. It's on PC. The interesting is that this thing game started, I believe it originally came out four to five years ago and quickly grabbed a big following. I've never heard of this game, but when I started researching it, it's everywhere, and people are talking about it everywhere. It is rated m for Mature. In fact, um, when you first load it, there's a... There's some dialogue on the screen that says... Uh, basically, it's a warning saying, this game is not suitable for children or those who are easily disturbed. Yeah. Um, this is a... So, there's not a lot I can say about this game. And, I'm, and I've am and i got a few bullet points I am going to, to read to you all here in a second. Uh, and the reason I can't say a whole lot about it is that it's... I don't know how to review this game and not give a spoiler. Like, quite literally, it's hard to talk about this game without giving... Any spoilers whatsoever. See, it's good. Now, what I am going to say is I'm giving this game an 8 out of 10. And um, this is a this is a visual novel. I do not like visual novels. Oh. Um, there's been very few that I actually like. And this is probably one of the very best visual novels I have ever played. Um, now, again, take that for what it's worth because, you're again, you're hearing from a guy who doesn't like visual novels. And I loved this game. Um, and out of the few that I have played that I thought were really good, this is absolutely one of the best. So just read a few things here directly from their own website. It says, Welcome to the club. Write poems for your crush and experience the terror of school romance in this critically acclaimed psychological horror story. Yeah. And that really is what's going on. I mean, when you when you look at the game, it looks like your normal kind of um, – Japanese, I was say, Japanese art you know style thing. Yeah, you've got you know, you've got these cute girls on there doing poses <laughs> and you're thinking I'll never be caught dead playing this game. <laughs> hey. And then this game takes a dark turn and um it it, it, it does address real life situations, um, which is why I think it's it, it not think. That is why it says not to play it, you know, if you're a child or if you're easily disturbed. Um, because it deals with some real life Issues, uh, some mental illnesses and, and whatnot. Um, but continuing, it says, Welcome to a terrifying world of poetry and romance. Write poems. <laughs> Just reading this, I'm like, why do I like this game? <laughs> um, it says, write poems for your crush and erase any mistakes <laughs> along the way <laughs> to ensure your perfect ending. Now your chance to discover why uh, Dodo liter- um, Doki Doki liter- Literacy Club mouthful is one of the most beloved psychological horror games of the decade. And it's true. This game gets rated so high across the board on PC forums and just gaming forums just everywhere. You play as a main character who reluctantly joins a a literature club in search of a romantic interest. With every poem you write and every choice you make, you'll charm your crush and begin to unfold the horrors of school romance. (laughs) Do you have what it (laughs) takes to crack the code of dating Sims and get the perfect ending? I'm dating. So, so here's the thing: when I first, I mean, I'm not now. Now that I've I've played this game and spent literally hours playing this game, Mm -hmm. I mean days playing this game, um, I'm not now. But when I first started, I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. Like, if I'm playing it (laughs) at Starbucks and I'm sitting there playing it, someone walks by, I kind of like hit the home button and look at different icons because I'm like, I. I mean there's day. nothing inappropriate about the game. It's just the fact that you've got these, you know, these girls that are like <laughs> smiling at you, like, "Oh, pick me, pick me, pick me." And I'm like, "What am I playing?" But it's it has this the these twists all throughout the game that makes you just go on. I mean, it's just it's a great game. Um, so here's just some of the features. So the game came out on PC like I said 4 or 5 years ago, and then there's a plus version that came out on the Switch. And the plus version includes six new side stories about friendship and literature, totaling hours of new content. So if you've played this before on PC and you really enjoyed it, I would say you should totally double dip on this game. It's only 15 bucks on Switch. You should totally double dip. Get it on Switch because it comes with, like I said, six new side stories, 100 plus unlockable images, including new game art, wallpapers, and never before seen concept sketches and more, which for me... Y'all know I loved, I'm a completionist. On this game, I, my gosh, there's so much stuff to get. There's no way I'm going to get it all. It, it, it's crazy. 26 total music tracks, including 13 new unlockable songs with the, with this new plus version. And they it's all high fidelity visual upgrades with all new artwork in full 1080p HD. So, again, if you wow. like this game, definitely it's totally worth double dipping for 15 bucks. If you've never played this game, but you like visual novels, again, with the warning intact at the beginning, <laughs> there's some disturbing things in this game. And so I'm saying that up front. Um, but if you like visual novels and this at all sounds interesting to you, pick it up. Here's what I would say to anybody, though, who's interested in this game. Don't go out and and read about what other people are saying about this game. Like I feel like I did a very good spoiler-free talking about this game right now. Um. Don't go out there and read what people are saying. Don't go look it up on YouTube because you don't want anything spoiled for you. That's one of the the the, the, the just they really nailed it in this game. It hooks you. The different dialogues and the different romances you can have, different relationships with each person. The different <laughs> um, well, it's nothing like deep romance. It's just the connections, the connections you make. Like I'm I'm playing this game and. Once I start getting into it, I start really, you know, caring about the characters. And the one character I really begin not to like because their personalities are so very unique. So did you dump them? Uh, I, 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 wasn't <laughs> dating them, so I couldn't oh, dump oh, them. Right, right, right. Um, so let me just uh, hit the bullet points. Just my personal, my own personal thoughts on this. Um, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus is unlike any visual novel I've ever played, and you should definitely give yourself the opportunity to get lost in this beautifully crafted world. They just did a great job. Um, it's a novel that will stay with you even after you finished. Um, I beat this game. I think it was two or three weeks ago, and I am still thinking about this game. Like I, I want to go back and 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 choose different choices to see if I can get a character to do something slightly different, or see if mm-hmm. I can make if I can encourage them to the characters to make different choices. Like it's in my head. Um, and again, I I can't say anything else about the game or the. The end of the game because I don't do any spoilers whatsoever. But the game stays with you. Uh, again, it may look like your stereotypical cutesy anime dating simulator that comes a dime a dozen, but there's a dark, mind-bending story beneath. <laughs> um, and you, and you, it, it's a, it's a joy. It truly is a joy to discover. Um, each of the four girls that you meet are as unique and different as they are cute on the little cover when you look at the icon. It, it, they get really deep characters they're so unique it's not just it's not your i don't like dating simulators i've tried, i've played a couple of them for reviews i don't like them this one's different they have depth to the personalities really like this game uh let's see the last couple of things here oh yeah i already said this I keep, I keep going back to this game my mind wondering you know what the story and how can I, I change the story a little bit. And like I already said, it's, this is one of the best visual novels I've ever played. The game is simply brilliant. And so again, without warning at the front, not for children, not for people who are easily disturbed. Um, Cause this game will play mind games with you and, I, and I'll, and I'll leave it at that. I'll, that's the last thing I, I, I guess I can say about it without doing any spoilers. Really like this game, 15 bucks. If you're intrigued and you think you can handle it, I would say totally pick it up. Um, push through the first hour or so if you're not into visual novels because you might have to maybe a drag at first because you're not into them. Great game, though. Great game. If nothing else, put it on your wish list. The second game I wanted to talk to, or what did I say, 8 out of 10? Yeah. Doki Doki. Yeah, Doki Doki. Yes. 8 out of 10. Love the game. And just so you all know, out there on a lot of the reviews that I read after I did our review, they're giving it 9s and 10s. I mean, this is a really good game. All right, next one I want to talk about is Strange Brigade. Strange Brigade. We received a review code for this one as well. Now, this one, um, we are giving it an 8 out of 10 on this one as well. It's $34.99 on Switch, which I will say is steep. I almost dropped my rating because of the price, but then I decided, okay, I'm, I'm overall on this game, what's the enjoyment factor I'm getting out of this game? So let me just tell you the platforms you can get it on switch playstation 4 xbox one pc google stadia and i will say you can get it on mm. the other platforms for a heck of a lot cheaper mm. so if this game by the time we're done talking about it sounds like something you're interested in uh, if you want it on switch get it on switch it's, it's a it's a really fun game
1: or you could get it on stadia or
0: anyone who has a Stadia. Yeah. You know, Google themselves have all but pulled out of Stadia. <laughs> like, they've shut down their own development departments. Now yeah. it's only third party. That doesn't bode well, I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, it's not a good look.
0: But if you have a PlayStation or Xbox, you can get this game for a heck of a lot cheaper. Uh, again, this isn't an indie game. And I'm going to read just from their own website and then I'll give you my own thoughts. And here's what they say. Will you call... Will you answer the call to adventure? Erased from history and buried in a nameless tomb for 4,000 years... This Witch King has risen once again, and only one troop of heroes can stand against her and her army of mummified monstrosities, and that is the Strange Brigade. It's a rip-roaring campaign filled with foes to send back to the afterlife, explore alone, or up to two to four players online and local wireless co-op, which is exclusive to the Switch, the wireless local co-op, which is pretty cool. You adventure as one of four dashing agents, and you know <laughs> they are dashing in the way that they talk. Dashing agents, uh, trained to tackle the supernatural, aim and blast weapons with motion controls, and unleash magical amulets. They actually nailed the motion controls pretty good on this game, That's which cool. is surprising because a lot of games don't. Right. Um, there are moaning mummies, fire-breathing assassins, armor-plated uh, minotaurs, and much, much worse. And it just go- and it goes on and on on the website. I won't read all of this, but it just talks about it. So let me just tell you my thoughts on The Strange Brigade. It is an exhilarating action puzzle solving adventure set in Egypt in the 1930s. And what I love about that is simply this Imagine a game where Indiana Jones and Lara Croft decide to go adventuring in Egypt. And which growing up, I mean, Tomb Raider, I played all, I owned all of the Tomb Raiders. Now, the newer ones, I'm lost on where they are. The last Tomb Raider that I beat, I beat one, two, three, four. I think after four, it was five or maybe four was Revelations. (laughs) I beat the first, like, four Tomb Raiders. Mm -hmm. Loved them, loved them, loved them, loved them, loved them. All on PC. And then I took a break, and then they started coming out on consoles and PCs, and then my PC at the time wasn't big enough to, or, you know, beefy enough to run them. And the consoles didn't really work well. I took a little break. My next one was Tomb Raider, uh, I can't remember what it was called, Angel of Darkness or something, which ran horribly on consoles and PCs. Wow. And I mean, did not like it. Now, they did get back to some of the original formula and it got better and everything else. Okay. So, loving Lara Croft from Tomb Raider, loving, you know, Indiana Jones, growing up with those movies. You can just imagine you have Indiana Jones meeting Lara Croft, and, and you have the setting in Egypt in the 1930s. You have all of the action that you'd expect from both games. Like a lot, a lot of the games and over the topness that you had imagined from. Indiana Jones, (laughs) but then you have some problem solving that you would imagine that you'd get from Tomb Raider. Mm -hmm. Lots of fun. And here's the thing. Most of the puzzles aren't mandatory. Like most of the puzzles are simply for collectibles. There are a few puzzles that you have to do to advance the game, but a lot of them are just to get collectibles and whatnot. There's one where you're moving pipes around that looks directly from Bioshock one. If you've played that game where you're just moving the pipes to make the fluid flow. Very, very interesting. Um, that's a great game. And then on top of that, you've got this 1930s narrator who's commenting on all your moves. And, Jay, you were, you were in there when I was playing mm-hmm. this. You know, This guy's talking, and I, I'm not going to imitate it because I'll do a terrible job. But you know, it has that, <laughs> like that, that radio voice from the 1930s, and he's like, oh, you died again. And I'm thinking, yeah. yes, I did. Hush now. And then he's like, oh, a uh, booby trap. Let's not fall on that one. And, oh, look at that spiky thing. Couldn't you do something with it? And it's it's not annoying. It's funny. It's personality. His personality is great um, throughout the game. Whatever character you are, it's just really enjoyed it. The four characters have their own personalities, have their own unique abilities. Just a really fun game. Um, the online play worked really well. I really enjoyed it. However, it was very frustrating when the host would leave, which then would cancel the match. And some games are like mm-hmm. this um few games you know i'm trying to think of a good example of that um, most games when you play them online now nowadays back then this was an issue but nowadays when you play an online game the host leaves the host automatically it jumps over to one of the other players right this is more of the all, the older online style gameplay when you when you play the, if you're hosting and then you leave you just ruin the game for everyone else so i had a few online matches like that which were frustrating but beyond that the online Gameplay was fun. You're playing hordes after hordes of just all of these ancient Egyptian monsters, and it's great. You're using guns, and you can upgrade your guns to ridiculous proportions, and you have all of these magical amulets and abilities. It's just it's it's a lot of fun. Um, the solo campaigns were also fun, and and, and um, as you're playing them, it keeps it very unique and fresh. I'm I'm thinking in my mind a lot of the battlefield games. A lot of the battlefield games and um call of duty games where it's kind of like the same gameplay over and over with just a different backdrop. Now it's World War One, now it's World War Two, now it's whatever. And all it's right. same game but different backdrop. This game really is fresh because it keeps it over the top. You have scorpions that are as big as tanks coming to fight you. You've got nice. all of these mummies that are coming, and some of them are slow, some of them are fast, some of them can teleport. You have all of the, you, you, a manotaur that's rushing at you with its horns down. I mean, all of these different things It just keeps the game feeling fun, fresh. I really, really like it. Uh, the game doesn't take itself too seriously, and in this case, that's a great thing because you have all of these over-the-top monsters and abilities, um, and it really gives you that 1930s rip-roaring adventure type of feel. And so, again, the best way for me to describe it is... You have Indiana Jones and Lara Croft from Tomb Raider, and they decided to go adventuring, and they said, hey, why don't you come along with us? It's a lot of fun. So again, that's on uh, Switch, PlayStation, Xbox One, PC, and Google Stadia. I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. Um, some some places out there, I don't look at review scores anywhere until I finish up my own review. Uh, some reviews give it higher. Some give it a little bit lower. It's really up to you to play so this one definitely check out youtube videos you can watch some playthroughs on this it won't spoil anything for you and you can see if it's the game that's up your alley they they announced this at a nintendo direct and i was like what is this and then they released it that same day and then that same day we received oh, a review code right, right. so really enjoyed it so the last game that we're going to talk about as far as review reviews go is boomerang, boomerang x boomerang Sorry, I've got a lot of pages here, and um, their pages are out of order, and it's it's messing me up just slightly. Boomerang X is rated E ten and up, which E stands for everyone. If you have been living under a rock your yes. whole life, so Boomerang X you can right now has a limited exclusivity on Nintendo Switch and PC. It's nineteen ninety nine. Again, we did receive a review code for this one as well, so thank you for that. But this game, we're giving a nine out of ten. And I'm gonna read a little bit from the publisher and then Caleb, I'm gonna hear some thoughts from you because you've you've right. I think you're on the, the last boss. Yeah. Like you're about to beat this game. Yes. I'm I'm close to beating it, but you're on the last boss. Yeah. And so um it's published by Developer Digital, but it's I'm sorry, it's published by Devolver Digital, but it's developed by literally the word is just dang. And, uh, yeah. and the, reason, the only reason I'm saying that is every time we launch this game, you see it says "dang, Dang. in big letters and Jane's like, "dang uh-huh. Every time we, we launch and play this game, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, from the website, harness the power of a mystical boomerang to fling yourself through, air, through the air. Slice, fly, and blast through arenas swarming with evil creatures. Stay agile or meet your doom. Reaving through hordes of nightmares isn't the only thing your boomerang is good for. Once thrown, you can slingshot directly to it, uh, preserving momentum and throwing yourself through the air. Slow down time and use well-aimed and well-timed throws to get around above and behind your foes. Speed is everything, and only the the nimblest boomeranger will survive. Okay, Caleb. Nimblest boomeranger. Right. Two nice. two big words back to back. <laughs> Caleb, talk to us about this game, Boomerang X.
2: First, I don't know if I would give it a nine out of 10, because this oh. is really fast paced and I don't really like that fast paced games. Um so I'd probably just give it an eight out of ten. Like everything else, I really like it, like all the abilities and right. like how they work and everything. Like you have to have some abilities that can go in the air.
1: Like, yeah. Right. I didn't like <laughs> the fast-paced thing at all. Um, I'm, Um, I, I don't know. I know. There's lots of games I played before. I wouldn't say lots. There's games I played before where it's just, it's so fast, and the screen goes so fast. Yeah. And I don't like that at all. Um And... I was playing, and Padre, you were like,
0: well, if you throw the thingy, and you can slow down. <laughs> I don't sound time. like that. For, Micah, do I sound like that? No. You, you get to talk in the microphone.
1: No. Well, I think he does. When I when you talk, that's what I hear. It's kind of like in Charlie Brown. Like, <laughs> no. Okay,
0: whatever. Do I sound like that, Micah?
2: No. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: But you were talking about how you can you have you get the ability where you can slow down time, you know, as you're like in the air. I still didn't like it though. I thought it was, and you you know y'all both really liked it. For me, it just wasn't my kind of game. Um, well, I will say I, this: when you were playing it, it wasn't
0: until towards the end that you begin to really master both the slingshot and the the, the slowing. What's the slowdown effect called? Flux. Flux. Because those two abilities. together make the game let me read a few bullet points here that just some things i wrote down about it boomerang x is a fast-paced nail-biting fps like a first-person shooter minus the guns and and people there's no people and there's no guns Uh, but there are monsters you are a shipwreck survivor forever falling deeper and deeper into the past of an ancient civilization destroyed by an evil dark energy that must be cleansed from the island with an excellent array of abilities, Boomerang X encourages you to string together multiple attacks while zipping through the air like Spider Man. And that's that's one of the things about this game that Caleb, I know you and me both, we really liked Is that once you once you really start gaining abilities and find there's a, there's a natural rhythm to this game, and it is a fast rhythm. It's a it's a very fast paced game. Mm-hmm. And as you're playing it, when you specifically the boomerang effect, or I'm sorry, the slingshot effect, and and what was it called? Flux, which is the time effect. So basically, in the game, let me just say it. Um, you've got this boomerang. You can th- you gain you gain different abilities after each level. And uh, these two main effects: you can throw this boomerang midair, and then you can slingshot yourself to the boomerang, like almost like a a grappling hook. But then, as soon as you grab the boomerang, you can twirling it again on your finger. And while you're twirling it, you can all but stop time. It's like bullet time from the Matrix. Yeah. It's it's like the Matrix, but instead of guns, you've got a boomerang. It's more of like a what's the Chinese um, or what's the uh, martial arts? Yeah, yeah, throwing star type of thing. That's that's really more like what it's like. And when you do this, it really feels like you're Spider Man. Like you stay, you can stay (laughs) off the ground. You can play the entire game staying off the ground once you get unlock certain abilities, and certain levels require you. To stay yeah. up in the air because if you land on the ground, you, you die. die. Like there's dark energy down there, or there's spikes down there, there's lava down there, all kinds of stuff. Evil I mean fish. literally the floor is lava on this game on one level.
1: Like uh, 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 uh,
0: you know, I threw that in there. Um, I mean it's just it's a great fast pass uh fast action, fast paced game. Um, Caleb, you are like playing it straight through. Like you sat down what, two or three times. To play this game straight through? I think yeah. you you almost beat the game in just two sit-downs. I uh, have...
2: No, it was like four.
0: Well, I mean, on the last level because it had been hard. But, I mean, like, you got almost up to the last boss within, like, two playthroughs. What are, what are you liking about this game the most? Um,
2: I mean, I don't like the fast pace a whole lot. I like it. It's not a whole lot. And then <laughs> and then there's, like, a lot of abilities. they like, You have to use some of them for certain levels.
0: There's all kinds of abilities. You get these scatter shot throws, you get this yeah. needle throw, you get this you can slam down onto the ground yeah. and destroys all the enemies around you. I mean, there's all kinds of abilities, which that ability seems like maybe not all, but a, a, the majority of the latter levels you can't get on the ground. So it seems like that ability is the most like short-lived the ability. Oh true. You're right. There's 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 there are the platforms. Um, The game is extremely fast-paced, but once you really master the the slingshot and the flexibility where you slow down time, uh, it's not that fast because you're slowing down time, you're in this bullet time mode, you find the next enemy, your next target, and then you go. This is basically like an arena battle game where you've got waves of enemies. And after you knock out the key enemies because there might be 20 enemies in the arena but only six of them are tagged as actual targets that you need to eliminate and then you move on to the next one but it keeps it fresh with all of these abilities and this time bending ability that you get um we already mentioned this but each stage requires a different strategy to conquer the waves of enemies um man it's just the game's fun like it's really fun. The art style is very different. It's a
1: the art style is cool.
0: Yeah. The art. I do want to give you know give dang, <laughs> that seems weird dang. saying dang. I want to give them a huge shout out because uh, a lot of indie games tend to fall in one or two categories. You know, they either try to fall into this. Not all, but a vast majority fall into a retro pixelated style. It's either eight bit. It's up to like sixteen. You know. 16 bits, you know, pixelated, whatever. Right. Or they go for a 3D effect, um, like a 3D game, which is very advantageous of them. But at the same time, it doesn't always pull off well. Um, and this one is a is a hand drawn art style that from the very start feels great, looks great, plays great. Everything about it is great, and it's a very fresh approach. Um, really enjoyed it from the very beginning. And what did you all think about the art style?
1: I thought it was really cool, really unique. Um, I thought the game was cool, you know, the art style, the music, um, the story. I thought that was cool. It's just the gameplay was—
0: It's not your cup of tea. It wasn't my thing, yeah. Not their thing. Definitely check it out on YouTube. Um, just type in Boomerang X. You'll find lots of playthroughs on this. I cannot wait to see speedruns of this game. I mean, think about uh... that, Caleb. That's going to be really, really cool. Uh, there's multiple game options that you can do where you can uh, disable gravity and other type of things on this game. Uh, and it and it will change how you play the game altogether. There's lots of different game modes that you can, or game options you can able to change the type of game that you're playing. And then after you beat it, there is an actual, a new game plus mode as well. That's a lot of fun. And so, which make it even harder than it currently is. I mean, imagine playing it now. Yeah, that I, sounds terrible. Well, I would love to go through some of those first beginning levels on a harder mode.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, sure. anyway, Boomerang X, um, I'm giving it a 9 out of 10, and I'm saying this right now, and early, I'll say right now, this game is, is definitely a contender for Indie Game of the Year for me, as far as all Indie Games go. Now, I, I know we're only halfway through the year, but we are halfway through the year, and this game is, there, there hasn't been an Indie Game that's come out this year that I can think of, and I might be wrong, but I'm, I'm I'm thinking really hard. Indie games this year, 2021, that I've had such a blast playing. It's 19.99. 99 I totally think it's worth it. Go watch some YouTube videos. If it looks like something you would enjoy, I would say go buy it. If you have an eShop gift card someone gave you, pick it up. Do yourself a favor. If you got some gold points sitting there on the eShop, <laughs> maybe you can get this game at a reduced price because of that. Go pick it up. Absolutely love this game. Any final comments from either of you? I'm good. You're I have my comment. Caleb, anything else you want to say about this game? Nope. Micah, there anything you want to say about this game? The Boomerang game? Yes. What do you want to say?
2: <laughs> well, it's kind of the same thing about the, the Zelda game that Daddy really likes. I was going to try to use abilities that I haven't watched yet, that Jaden kind of fought, that he fought. Your head recharge. I wanna do like I already know how to use some of the abilities. So I wanted to try Now have you
0: actually you haven't played Boomerang X though. You've only watched us. No. right yeah. You need to try it on my Switch and see what you think about it. You know, I was I was just listening to Micah talk about this game and I was reminded of the email that Scott sent us about, you know, video games riding your brain and all that. He grew up with that, I grew up with that and He likes the fresh approach that, you know, we don't really discuss that. I want to say this. I think video games, in my opinion, um, do more for your brain as far as development than sitting down and watching TV all day. And I know a lot of kids that, I mean, you go to the mall, you go out to eat. Well, not since COVID, but I mean, now that COVID's, you know, everything's opening back up and pre-COVID, I mean, you'd see every age child just sitting with their parents' phone, just watching Netflix or watching Baby Shark. (laughs) Baby shark. Yeah, baby shark. Baby shark. What? Why is Baby Shark so ugh. it's catchy. I wanna I wanna like I'm done with that shark. I wanna <laughs> throw the boomerang <laughs> at that shark. Sure. <laughs> but I I want I do wanna say this. Um in my opinion, I would rather my kids play an hour or two of video games and go through some problem solving. Um, right. Even just Mario with the hand-eye right. coordination of jumping yeah. and doing all the different abilities, that does more for development than sitting and just watching a show where you literally just zone out yeah, and you're yeah. like, <laughs> and you forget what you just watched. With right. a video game, it, you, you remember what you played. It impresses upon you. Um, and the way that they're doing storytelling games nowadays and the reading in the games. I mean, it's just. I remember. Yeah, when I used you know what
1: reading is in Zelda. Ah.
0: <laughs> hey, Link's Awakening has almost no reading. Yeah, Link's so Awakening. Y'all, is y'all not... can't complain about that. But I was just thinking back when I was really big into WoW. I, I remember reading an article about this really young kid. He was like seven. Who was already reading at a teenager level because of WoW, and I'm thinking that's awesome.
1: I sucked that's at WoW huge. when I was a little kid. How come he was so good?
0: Well, the reason you sucked at WoW is because you could not coordinate. I, I, the I remember, I'd house. Be like, the <laughs> WoW? sky. And, uh, what is WoW? World of Warcraft. You don't. You don't remember World of Warcraft? No. Oh my gosh! I have listeners right now who are probably like shaking their fist at me, saying like, "How dare you raise your children better?" Wow, World of Warcraft. Yeah, wow. I, love the game. Biggest MMO RPG ever. Um, absolutely love the game. And so, yeah, you couldn't get the whole mouse-keyboard combination thing figured out. You were not – I didn't – I was a PC gamer growing up. You weren't. You no. played on iPhones and then moved over to controllers. So, Yeah. yeah. Anyways. But, but, on, but on that thing about gaming, um, I don't think gaming rots your brain. But, however, what I will say is if you are letting your kid game six hours a day, send them outside. <laughs> <laughs> Let them get some fresh air. Make them read a book. Make them play a board game. Let them do some other things as well. I don't let my kids play video games all right. the time. everything uh, every, is in moderation. Everything in moderation, yeah. Uh, almost everything is acceptable in moderation, you know, except for when you hit that sin line. When the, You know, when this is like <laughs> the difference between right and wrong, no, nope, no moderation there. Right. You know, it's wrong, it's wrong, stay away from it. But everything else that's okay, I mean, in moderation, it's fine. Something like playing the video games and Whatever, I not to go on a tangent. I'll just say this: I mean, you can research what I'm about to say, and it's true. When radio first came out, there were there were the naysayers of radio is going to rot people's brain, quite literally. And then when that's radio, and then when TV came out, the exact same thing, and video games, the exact same thing, movie theaters. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Every time a new form of entertainment I was say, comes it's just out,
1: a new thing is as, as part of. The reason even people books, are always so
0: even books. Like you can, right. you can go back and watch some old shows, and they'll, you'll, you'll have uh, a lot of times. It was more of ladies reading books, and this was just you know the times being wrong and people being sexist and saying the wrong things. But guys saying, "Why are you reading those books? Putting all those notions in your head?" You know. And even I remember growing up watching shows where kids would be reading lots of books, and their parents were saying, ah, "Get your nose out of the book. Go outside and play." I grew up as an avid reader. I love to read, and so. Everything in moderation, you know, it's, I mean, it's okay. And so, yes, my, my kids game, I love the fact that my kids game, um, different types of games, different genres, different styles. Some of y'all, I mean, they all like something different. I like something different. And so, um, I'm all for, you know, I, your, your kids are watching what? Three hours of Netflix and two hours of YouTube kids, but you got a problem with them playing 30 minutes of video games. How about turn the Netflix off and let's start playing some video games. Anywho, Mm -hmm. Jaden's giving dagger eyes to Micah right now. Anyways,
1: we'll move on.
0: All right, let's move. Uh, let's go ahead and move on over to our greatest indie hits, Volume 2.
1: Oh, scared
2: me.
0: <laughs> You're not supposed to yell when the music comes on. That's like one of the really cool. We haven't done an indie, our We're indie corner scared. in a while. Our indie corner tune me. in a while. That scared you both?
2: I jumped All right, well, much. let's
0: try this one more time without y'all jumping. Let's move on out to our great. Now I can't even talk it.
1: Let's move on now to Greatest Indie Hits, Volume 2. So you're
0: supposed to do like a little jig, a little dance <laughs> with the music, not scream and yell. Okay, we're running a little bit long on time, and so we're going to go through these and see how we go. Micah's doing a little dance over here still. The music's, dude, the music's over. It's not, it's not playing anymore.
2: I mean, I'm not, I'm not doing still.
0: <laughs> you're just dancing?
2: Disco. Yeah, you know,
0: eventually we're going to do video as part of the podcast, and you right. can see everything that Micah is, which is so cute and adorable. Okay, right. so the first game we want to talk about is Castle Crashers Remastered. Now, I want to say this: all the games we're listing on this list, you can find pretty much on every console out there. So these are not Switch exclusives at all. So the first one is Castle Crashers Remastered. This is rated T for Teen. It's fourteen ninety nine on Switch currently. And uh, one thing I will say about it is this is a great co-op family game. So um, instead of me talking, I want to hear y'all talk about this because, uh, Jaden, this game, we first played this on Xbox Arcade on the 360. You and your friend would come over and they would play. Oh, yeah. uh, Caleb, I mean, you, you, Micah, we've all collectively have put together, you know, I haven't a clue. I mean, collectively, if we had it up all of our times, it's probably a few hundred hours on this yeah. game. Um, we've played this together so much. So, Caleb, start with you. Talk about talk to us about Castle um, Crashers and why you think our listeners would like it.
2: We haven't played that much here in Ferris. And we've played, but not that much. But like in Midlothian, in Midlothian, me, Jaden, and Daddy, we would just play like um, we would play forever, <laughs> and we beat the games. We beat the game like. Like five or six times. It's it's one of those
1: games that you um, just keep on playing, right? That you play for a long time, yeah. And not because you know it's not like a Zelda type game to where you know there's just so much story and this and that to get through. It's a beat 'em
0: up, right? Like, yeah. It's a beat 'em up. It's but a modern it, day beat 'em up for modern day consoles,
1: and it's it it does it so well, and it's so much fun that you know you're playing, and then you realize you know it's. Four o'clock in the afternoon, and you're like, What happened to I the day? To lunch. I mean,
0: the best part is that it's from Behemoth Games, which starts off with this giant Behemoth chicken just like landing <laughs> on your screen. <laughs> oh, and so, yeah. um, you were doing from the what start. What was that other game that we mentioned on the show before from Behemoth Games that we really want on Switch? Uh, here you be thinking about that one. Remember what I'm talking about? Nope, the play theater or something. Oh. Yeah, Battle, oh, Block.
1: Battle Block, Battle Gosh, Block, I want Battle Block Theater.
0: I Battle Block Theater. I love Switch. that game. That real. game is so good. Micah, you love Castle Crashers. It's one of the first games you you got on your Switch Lite. You know, for Christmas. What do you like about Castle Crashers? What's some of your favorite parts?
2: Well, the favorite thing that I like about Crashers is that like we have that we can change our abilities. Like this guy has lightning, but then he can but then he's managing to turn to lightning balls and i also like that you can change to different um characters and yeah, each different... character
0: has a different color yeah. and each color character has its own abilities like you said the one has lightning and a lightning ball I was what's orange. your favorite character
2: um my favorite character is Lightning. Guy. is my is the lightning guy cuz He's the highest level guy I've ever <laughs> been, and I like him, and I like lightning.
0: You like lightning. So, <laughs> so matter of fact, and it's lightning, and I like lightning.
2: In Midlothian, I was always orange, which is fire, and then Jean was always purple, which was a frog, like magic.
1: Well, I thought he was always red. I was going to say, they didn't have purple oh, originally. Yeah. Right. At not not originally. Red. When we In Ferris,
0: I've always been purple. Yeah, but you were always yeah. red before. I was red. What is red?
1: Uh, the lightning.
0: Red's Lightning. Mm-hmm. And I was always blue, which yeah, was yes. ice. Yes. And then we played it all again once Micah started playing with us. And, and I stayed ice again. Well, you were ice for a while.
1: And then you... Moved over to fire? No, you Red moved over lightning. to pink.
2: Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> sweet. <laughs> they, they added lots of you're new, right, lots of new
1: characters you could
0: play and as.
2: Then your, and then your superpower was a rainbow. Yeah, it was yep. weird. And
0: weird. I can throw it's, rainbows at people. I can kill people with a rainbow. And I just, I was like, "Taste the rainbow." <laughs> so you taste the rainbow.
2: I, 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 focused on upgrading my magic. Daddy focused on yeah, upgrading his defense and uh, offense, and then Jane was just doing speed.
1: Right as you as you play the game, you um you know get XP and your character levels up, and every time you level up, you get um a point. It's it's a it's a skill tree type thing, sort of. Yeah and you you get points to upgrade you know um, your hand to hand you know combat what was strength. it was
0: it was strength for it you was your, your strength attack. so it was strength defense magic and agility
1: yes. yes it was so and you know as your character leveled up and you can level up to i don't even remember how high level we got to we got there's one I time know. I remember specifically when we played the game through. We
0: got up to, you know, 80s and 90s. Well, and well, they don't, if I remember correctly, they don't call it New Game Plus. But after you beat the game, you oh, can, there's, the, go, like there's more. There's, there's, there's a levels. secret area yeah, yeah, that you yeah. can yeah. unlock. And then you are basically replaying the game. And it is hard. It's a lot harder, yeah, yeah. yeah. Much harder. And, and we did originally, on um, the Xbox 360, we collected um, everything you could collect. Like all the well, pets and everything. Well, I was going to say, there's yeah. lots of pets and different weapons. Oh, the pets are awesome.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was. It's it's a lot of, a lot of fun.
0: Caleb, talk to us about the pets. What do the pets do in the game?
2: Um, there's some that can like find weapons, find food for you that help you attack. Um.
1: Uh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> you 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 can find sometimes you find them you know in the levels or you can buy them at a yeah. shop, and it's just these little, um, floating. Things behind you. Great description. And well, it's, like you balls. Right. It's, uh, 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 you know, like those little stuffed animal plushy things that yeah. are just like little yes. balls. Think of that. All and right. that's basically what your pets are. And they're different animals yeah. or, you know, whatever they are. And they just kind of follow behind you. And like you said, some of them find food for you, which gives you health. Um, some of them will find, you know, they'll dig up weapons and stuff that are, that's um, underground. Or they'll help you fight or... You know, just lots of different stuff, and it's it's cool um, how uh, in-depth the game is on, you know, multiple different it really aspects is. of the it, game. I mean, is, you can
0: go yeah. through and just bat, um, button mash, but right. not if you want to beat the game. Yeah. I mean, That's what I did. I just there's a lot of strategy. And it's a hard game, there's too. There's a lot of strategies yeah. and phases that the bosses yeah, have. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, once you get, you know, to the last... Um, Parts of the game, and you're facing some of these bigger bosses, and there's it's really cool. As you progress through the game, you go through different regions. Right. Um. It's like this big, you know, like like your overworld map that yeah, you travel yeah.
0: across. Yeah. yeah
2: and I remember, like in Midlothian, you guys, were, you you two, you were like, stop button smashing. We can't see the screen because that was always fire, so <laughs> oh, you yeah. just so couldn't these see the huge screen. fire right.
1: clouds everywhere.
2: And there was also this purple island with crystals. I oh, would. That are really hard uh, people that we had to fight. Somehow we got to that place. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This
0: is, so. What's I was just thinking about Scott again writing in about his three year old son. I, you know, there there it's rated T, for, speci- you know for teens specifically because um there's a lot of I mean you're killing yeah right. there's a lot killing. of killing, and sometimes you're chopping off heads. But it's not like it's gruesome. Not, yeah. It's not. There is there is blood, but it's not like It's all cartoon. It's very cartoonish. Yeah. So like. I mean, Scott, I'd say, say you know, check if you don't if you first, if you don't know about this game, I'd be surprised. But if you don't know about this game, go check it out on YouTube. Um, this could be a fun game to play multiplayer with your son because I, started I mean, I started all of my kids, well not Jaden, but I started Caleb and Micah both on this game mm-hmm. and they were they were probably three or four. And and I would just show them like just Mash this one button for attack, which is and, what Caleb the, still does to this The day. hardest part that they both had to learn at a young age was how to control the analog stick to mm-hmm. move forward. Yeah. So, oh you my know, gosh! But but again, it's a beat 'em up story. You're on one screen and you you conquer those guys and then you move forward again. So anyway, really fun game. Love this game. This is one of those games I think everybody should have on their consoles. And then with Switch being so portable, I think it's a great Switch game specifically. The next one we'll talk to you about is Kingdom New Lands. It's rated E ten and up. It's 1499 on Switch. Again, you can find this almost everywhere. Jaden, talk to us about this game specifically. Oh, dokie. Kingdom New Lands. This was actually your pick to put on. This here. was
1: uh my pick. Um I love this game. This is one of those games um uh, well, I'll talk about the you know game itself first. So this game, uh you you load it up and you are this king and or
0: queen. King or queen. Okay.
1: You're this king or queen, and uh, you are on a horsey, and you ride up to this little uh, group of people who are just kind of, you know, they're homeless. They got a fire going. There's lots of uh, broken down buildings, and there's like this weird spirit thing guiding you. And basically it tells you you're going to, you know, you're going to build up this civilization and there's going to be monsters trying to kill you and you have to defend against them.
2: I've seen you play it. But...
1: I've played this game tons. Yeah. And um, so it starts like that. And so you start with nothing but like uh, a weapon shop and then, you know, a couple archers and then a couple, you know, uh, builders or maybe like one builder and, like, you know, your main town center. And you... It's a 2D uh, side-scroller, and you're just on this long strip of land, and so you can... You're in the center of it with your little civilization, and you can travel on your horse, you know, really far left and really far right, and you go out into the forest, and you find, you know, people who are in tents and stuff, and you can recruit them to your village. Um, you, you can find treasure chests and stuff. Um, and then you uh you, you, so you do that you can go out adventure you know try to expand your village and then you come back to your village and you know you you can save up your money for a while or you can waste it all but you can save up your money and then you know um build new buildings uh start farming which let me tell you if y'all end up playing this game start farming when you can because this game uh is time. It like it, it goes by I'm not real time, but it goes by time. So you start with day and then it goes to nighttime and then the oh, monsters yeah. attack in nighttime. Then it goes back to daytime and the seasons change too. And so you know you know the seasons, you know, summer, spring and fall and winter. Especially when winter comes around, uh winter will be the death of you. <laughs> Especially if you don't do the crops while you can, because it'll get you. But now
0: you're kind of telling the whole game, right? So, in, in, right, in, 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 right. In, in, I realize
1: I, I, I kind of. In a
0: nutshell, in a nutshell, in a nutshell, this, nutshell. Is, this is a resource management game, and that's really what it is. Because, <laughs> you, like he said, the whole game takes place on a linear, almost like a, uh, like a this linear plane, almost like a ruler, and you're you're building up a village from literally nothing more than a campfire in the very center, and you're constantly going left and to the right of your camp Mm -hmm. during the day to find resources, meet uh, finding other villagers that you can give them a piece of gold and they'll come and you're recruiting them to come help you at your village. And then throughout the game, you're building your village taller, uh, your defenses higher, and then um, the point of each level, and it might take you hours depending on your play style. And the whole point of it is, is to finally find this abandoned boat at the end of, uh, to the far left to the far right, and you've got to get the boat built, which takes a lot of gold. And you earn gold through crops and things like that. And then eventually, once you have enough gold and the boat's completed, then you sell off to another new land. And the whole thing is, is that you are the king and you're setting up a new kingdom and a new land continuously on this cycle. Um, it is a, It can be a very hard game until you find that that rhythm to the game. Um what else would Which you say Which is hard about to find. What, what would you say about this? Like, the people who are just trying the game, like, starting off, what are some good tips?
1: Well, um, like I said, do the crops when you can. Don't waste all your money on archers. It can be very tempting because uh, the bad guys come and attack almost every night, if not every night. And, um, you know, they the archers are your main source of right defense. So it can be tempting to, uh, you know, spend all your money on you know, training up new archers, but don't do that.
0: It's 15 bucks. You can get it on the Switch. You can get it on almost anywhere. Uh, totally worth $15, in my opinion. Like, it's, I agree. there's no reason not to go out and s- spend the money on that. If you're going to go see Black Widow, uh, go see Black Widow, but then the next weekend, buy the game. I mean, the same cost. Yeah. Great game. So the next game we're going to talk about is, let's go ahead and move down, and we'll, I'm not, yeah, let's move down. We'll, we'll, we'll keep that third one for the fourth one. So the third game I want to talk about is Hollow excuse me, it's Hollow Knight. The reason I'm talk about Hollow Knight is that Micah is, we're, we're losing Micah over here. He's he's phasing out, he's getting tired, and so, but he loves Hollow Knight. Like, talk, talk about it, Micah. Yes. Yeah, he loves Hollow Knight. <laughs> yes. I don't know why he loves it so much. Um, Has he played it? Well, it's one, a little bit. It's one of those games, though, when I first got my Switch, I picked up this game called Hollow Knight. It's only $15. Uh, you can get it, almost anywhere. Um, This game is one of the very few games I've talked about on the show before that I give a perfect 10 to. This game, to me, is a masterpiece. It's a Metroidvania-style game, platforming game. The art style is beautiful. The soundtrack is incredible. The world is ginormous. It's an incredible game. Um, And when I first got this game, Mike and I played it a lot together. Now, it's single player, but what I mean is he would sit with me and we would play this game, and I would get a new upgrade, and he'd watch the upgrades. And so, Micah, what is it about this game that you really like?
2: Well, the thing that I like is you can heal yourself by killing bad guys, and you can also get new weapons, and this, and you can also, and there's also different sort of bad guys. There's also bosses.
0: The boss fights are a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, and also um I like that there's some bosses.
0: Right when you think the game might be feeling a little repetitive, it changes the entire environment, so even the color palettes, the whole look of the game changes. The type of enemies change, the bosses change, and every boss is very unique to themselves. And the abilities in this game doesn't just they don't just make you stronger. It's a different uh Style of playing a different style of fighting. It's a really great game. um It's only fifteen dollars. This is one of those games. Well, every time we do a game uh, or a giveaway on the show, we're giving away a copy of this game because I love this game. I, I, I want everybody to to play this game. I mean, it's just it's a great game. Uh, Micah does have it on a switch, and he's played a little bit on a switch. It, it it's a it's still a little bit advanced for him. I mean, he can probably it's probably he's probably old enough to try it again now. He tried it uh, a year ago, and it was a little too much for him. But, I mean, totally, I mean, 6, 7, or maybe not 6, but 7, 8, totally can play this game. Um, to me, this game is a masterpiece. I don't know what else to say about this game. It's beautiful. I mean, I love this game. Um, now, have either of you played it? Nope. I know I've tried to get y'all to play
2: um, it. I've helped Micah because he's like, can you, pass, can you beat this one guy? I can't kill him. You just keep on killing me.
0: I've never played this game. So, Caleb, I mean, did you like the little bit that you played?
2: Um, yeah, it was okay.
0: This is a deep game, too. I mean, you'll put in 30, 40 hours, depending if you're, again, if you're a completionist, if you're trying to gain all of the abilities, or if you're just trying to beat the story. This is a really good game. And in effort, people say you you, know, you can't tell stories with, with a game, and I beg the differ. And I think this is one of those examples where you can tell a good story with a game. So that's Hollow Knight. Get it everywhere. The last game we did want to talk about is Origami, specifically Shadow Edition Shadow that came Edition. out on the Nintendo Switch. Now, this game is rated M for Mature. Uh, I'm not sure if I gave the rating on Hollow Knight. That's E, 10, and up. But uh, Origami our is rated M for Mature. You can get it on everything. It's $30 on Switch, but it goes on sale all the time. You can get it on other consoles on sale as well. Um, I one thing I want to say, and then I'm gonna hear you two pretty much talk about this game. Okay. Uh this is probably my favorite stealth game I've ever played. I really enjoy this game.
1: I'm trying to think of any other stealth stealth games that I have like played ever. This might be the only um, you know, like I I might have played a game with a stealth element to it. Or right. like there's a, you know, a stage where you have to be stealthy, but this might be the first actual stealth game that I've played.
0: There's some games out there. I mean, and I'm going to go all, I mean, back and forth in time, but there's games like thief, which is a stealth game. Um, a lot of the Tom Clancy game, Tom, a lot of the Tom Clancy rainbow games like rainbow six and whatnot are stealth games. Uh, there's a lot of games out there that are designed with stealth in mind. Assassin's Creed. That's, I mean, those are big ones, the assassin games. Mm -hmm. Um, and one of the things I like about origami is that you can go either way. You can go, Pure stealth, or you can just go all crazy on them. Pull out your swords and yeah. your abilities and and your magical abilities and whatnot, and just go after it. Your sh- I'm not magic shadow abilities, and just go after it. And like I, this is just a very enjoyable game for me. I'm and they're coming out with a second one that I'm super excited for. What did you say?
2: I'm more stealth, like, but Uh-oh. if they do see me and like the um, screen, like on the edges, like.
1: Well, they see you and then they sound an alarm. Yeah. So all the guards, you know, know that you're there. And then, so then you have to,
2: like, come around just attacking all the right. coming up behind a it, machine.
1: <laughs> it's, it's a stealth game, you know, so it takes patience, um, which can be frustrating. Um, for uh, I know me, just me personally, I, I get frustrated at games. And so, you know, if I'm, you know, stealthing my way through this uh, level and I, I just can't get past this one part because the guards won't well, leave you me Well, you might alone, get 20
0: minutes into it. Or
1: that. and then, Yeah. And then, yeah. And so at times, it's really tempting to just kind of, you know, run through guns blazing. Well, you don't have any guns, but, you know. Um, but that oftentimes doesn't work because it's a stealth game you're supposed to do it stealthily. Now, if you're good and you're, you know, not me, then uh, go ahead, you know, run through and... Sh- and that's the thing; you don't even have to kill everybody. No, yeah. um, you can
0: go through the whole game and not. Right, not, right. Um, except and, for the the bosses.
1: Yeah, but uh, which is cool because there's multiple ways you can go about the game, you right. know, and
0: there's not just one way to play the game. Right. I mean, you can read a walkthrough, but at the same time, you at the same time I would say it'd be hard to write to write a walkthrough because every level you can beat a certain way, you can. There's, they give you achievements and different unlock unlockabilities, mm-hmm. yeah. Un- unlock unlockable abil- abilities, there we go, um, mm-hmm. based on how you're playing through this game. And I do want to say one quick point here before I, before I forget. If you followed this game when it first launched on Switch, um, it, it got good reviews, but it got a lot of criticism because it, it the performance wasn't great. And they have since then addressed a lot of those issues. And it runs much better on Switch now than it originally did. Um, for me, it's a no-brainer. There are certain games that just, man, handheld or TV, love them both. And this is one of those games I'm thinking. It's, it's oh man, to be able to take it with me, sit at a coffee shop, play this game with some headphones on. And that's this is one of those games mm. you want headphones because yeah. you really get immersed into this game. I can't say enough about it. It is rated M for Mature. Uh, Mainly because of the two factors that there is blood, but also you're stalking people down to kill them. So some of y'all are thinking you have a ten year old and you're letting them play this mature game. It's not. I'm not talking about Grand Theft Auto. I'm I'm talking about you know the the art style of this game. Art style is really really cool. And the soundtrack. I always I always love these kind of soundtracks for these kind of games. Art style is beautiful. Um, Just a great game.
2: Yeah, I like the art style.
0: Yeah, and then when you start unlocking additional shadow abilities, it could be things as far as... Uh, basically, you, you you gain these shadow abilities, that become powers. But they're they're all weapon-in-like. And so one of them will be you can create a shadow. It appears on the floor, and someone who's walking on near you, they step on that shadow, and it consumes them. You can get shadows that are like daggers that you can throw... At, man, I want to play this game again. I haven't <laughs> played this game in a couple of years. You can get shadows that are like daggers that you can throw at people from mm-hmm. a long distance. It's just... Such a great game. Such a great game.
1: Such a great game.
0: Anything else y'all want to say Such about a that? Such
2: Graham?
0: Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Well, we need to wrap this show up because we are way over our time limit. Remember, we are doing our giveaway. Get on Twitter. Follow. Like. Retweet our tweet. Let's, let's really amp this up so we can get a lot of prize winners out there. Be sure to vote in our Looney Tunes poll as well. Is it an accent? Is it a speech impediment? Do you even know who Looney Tunes are? That's where Mike is voting. He goes, mm-hmm. Looney Tunes, what? That's how he's voting. And then remember, you can find everything that we're talking about, including all seven games we covered today, which was probably too many in retrospect. A lot of games. <laughs> too many games. Uh, we're, we'll have all of these games linked in the show notes and everything else that we talked about. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. Be sure to follow us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Dad's GC. Uh, drop us a line on, uh, send us an email at heydad at dadsgamingcorner.com. Be sure to join us on Discord. We will be doing another live show next week, and we will change where the source is, and so be looking for that both on Twitter and on Discord, uh, where we're going to be moving that over to better audio quality for you, our listeners. But until then, uh, if you can help us out by leaving a good review on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you listen to your podcast, we're pretty much on every platform. Leave us a good review. We always appreciate that. It helps the show out quite a bit. So, as we get ready to leave, Micah, any last words? No. Give us a really good uh, goodbye to all of our listeners.
2: Goodbye. Caleb. Play Breath of the Wild.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, play Links Awakening. Jaden, anything you want to say? Um, go watch Black Widow. so that we can talk about it more in depth Black Widow Monster Hunter Stories 2 Skyward Sword this weekend this is is shaping up to be an incredible summer for both movies and games hey everybody stay safe keep playing we'll talk to y'all next week